0: Welcome to the Blue Room podcast, an intimate space where we explore ourselves, our lives, and our relationships more deeply through therapeutic conversation. I'm your host, Fantana Shatamsa, and I'm so grateful to be on this journey with you. And today I have Bahia here with me. (laughs) Hello. And (laughs) we just had to start over. It was like a take two. (laughs) This is our take two, (laughs) because my mic was covered, but it's all good. Um, And Bahia, you were saying how you were in this space already. Yeah. I was here a few,
1: like maybe four years ago. Uh Uh-huh. And I was talking about my spiritual journey, like the whole story. So if people want like the in-depth story, they can go back into the archives of Israel's podcast. <laughs> and then we can um, just kind of pick up like right here in this space where you've invited me to be on this, yeah, on yeah. this show with you. And I'm yeah. so grateful. So thank yeah. you. Yeah. I'm,
0: I've been going through like a lot of transitions recently and it's really been, testing my faith and my spirituality, Mm. you know, needing to like lean in and trust and really just remain hopeful, even Mm -hmm. though things just seem like they're just
1: like falling Falling apart. apart. Yeah. Yeah. I know that very well. Yeah. I've gone through so many cycles of things just falling apart. And, Mm -hmm. you know, when I look at things falling apart, that deconstruction Mm -hmm. is um, how I refer to it's like at a soul level you know with it deep within you mm-hmm. there's a higher timeline mm-hmm. and when i say a higher timeline it's like something in you wants you to reach for something more mm-hmm. and most of us will completely uh ignore those calls yeah you know or we can't even hear it yeah yeah and in that space, the universe gets a little bit louder. gets mm-hmm. a little bit louder and says, mm-hmm. look, you came here to experience so much more than where you are right now. Yeah. And that's where the discomfort comes in. Mm-hmm. And for me, what I've learned is when my life is falling apart, there I have an opportunity to get super honest with myself. Yeah. Get super honest and to see where I'm kind of deceiving myself, where I'm in denial yeah. of the truth of the matter. Yeah. And where I just wanted to distract myself and pretend. Right that everything yeah. is fine.
0: Yeah, yeah, there's been a lot of that. And I think, you know, this kind of stripping away of all the things that maybe I was holding on so tightly to mm. is like, is just a really nice kind of face-to-face, like awareness moment where I'm just like, well, I actually feel freer now that everything's yes. been taken away <laughs>
1: yes like that that's kind of like it's like a paradox really yeah. right like it feels counterintuitive but the more I've let go yeah. the more I've slowed down and the more I just begin to focus on what's here in front of me now yeah. there is such a deep sense of peace and freedom that right. exists
0: right.
1: just by being in this moment right here right now absolutely and You know what I feel guided to say, and this is one of the things. Like I loved when you reached out and said, "This is gonna be like totally like unscripted and Uh, very in the moment." I'm like, "That's how I roll." Yeah, you know. Perfect. Um, But you know, in in these moments in our lives right now, we always have an opportunity to co-create with the universe. Yeah. To, you know, really look at what's working and what's not working, and then begin to take the steps and moving in this direction that truly honors ourselves. Mm -hmm. But in in that process, this is where, you know, Bahia Undefined Mm kind of comes into the space, is the more I've stripped myself of like labels and definitions and the roles that I've played and hung on to, Mm -hmm. you know, we like to control. Our Mm -hmm. ego likes to be in control and Mm -hmm. it likes to have this sense of importance. And when we (laughs) give power to the mind and to the ego and, and it wants to hold on to that power and control. That's when for me, I started to th- see things crumble in my life. Yeah. Because the heart, you know, when we, we start to go a little bit deeper within ourselves, in in our heart space is this beautifully orchestrated alignment with the universe mm-hmm. and life. Mm-hmm. But we're so armored mm-hmm. and we are so afraid
0: and we move farther o- away from it, I find, with things and, yep. and, and, and like, demands yep. and
1: life. Well, distractions. Distractions. Right? So it's a, it's a lot easier. Like, if you pay attention, I always pay attention to the words people use and how they speak. Yeah. More times than not, people will say, I think. Yeah. But I think is, is you're already in the brain, the mind. Right. And that's a polarity organ, which means that your mind is already... Compartmentalizing things as good, bad, right, or wrong. Yeah, and what I've noticed within myself is I am very conscious to move into that space of I feel. Mm-hmm. So when I'm when I'm speaking, I'm going more into my yeah. emotional space, into mm-hmm. my heart space, and getting to the truth of the matter. So in this moment, like right now, I feel super calm and mm-hmm. and at ease with you, mm-hmm. and uh, like fully present in this space. But earlier this morning, I had a conversation with my partner, and the way in which something was worded, I could feel in that moment that I was not in alignment, yeah, you know, and what I would do in the past is just ignore that misalignment yeah, and just whoo, Bury it down tuck it down mm-hmm. and then keep going and then boom, I'm in my car, I'm getting to work and I've hit a red light, and now I'm in traffic, and mm-hmm. then I get to work and there's a you know, a grumpy coworker or something. And then boom, all of those little things, they start to accumulate all because in the morning, if I had just rewound and said, Whoa, you know, I feel right now that what you just said really hurt me. And we can have a conversation about this later because I have to go, but I I just want to acknowledge that. And boom, now you've just given space to this, this feeling feeling. and now it moves. And then you feel that then the body goes, Hey, it moves. It's yeah. not held in your
0: heart space or in your physical body. Like it. It, it has opportunity. Yeah. To,
1: and yeah. we are chronic avoiders. You know, yeah. We get so uncomfortable, like, oh, I don't want to hurt their feelings. And then, boom, we're in the mind. Yeah. As soon as we're in the mind, now we're thinking that something is good, bad, right, or wrong. But yeah. how do we know that by us expressing ourselves in that moment is not an opportunity for the other person? Right, right. You know, what? what stops us from you know, speaking up for ourselves. And that's where I'm kind of at right now. I'm in this space where I've done so much healing. And I've, you know, reframed a lot of my experiences in my life to not see myself as a victim, Mm -hmm. but to actually see all of those opportunities as shedding of old skin, Mm -hmm. letting go of the old versions of myself Mm -hmm. and the old layers Mm -hmm. so that I can emerge into this, this being who's just a human having an experience. Yeah. And fucking loving it. Yeah, it's just all the discomfort to get to that. Oh, it sucks. <laughs> fucking sucks. Yeah, yeah. Like I remember moments like where, like I was so afraid and so scared, and and in such a dark place that I didn't have trust or faith. Yeah, I was questioning everything, and yeah. I knew in that moment I was up here yeah. in my mind. And I wasn't in my heart space. Oh. And, you, and one of the reasons why I couldn't get there is because I didn't feel deserving of that love. Mm-hmm. This is what we do: we keep ourselves so far away from our from our feels, from our from our heart space, mm-hmm. because there's a belief system inside most of us that has a core wound by the rejection abandonment, mm-hmm. you know. And mm-hmm. we carry this around and we enact it out with all of these different people around us. Right. And then we're. And then we can either fall into that, you know, space of victim, or we can actually start to look at the mirror. Yeah,
0: yeah, you know. I know. I spoke about that in, um, in my first episode too. Is like transitioning from that, like, space of victim to to feeling like you know empowered and really, you know, taking control of your healing journey. And, yeah, you know. I mean, it it does suck, like, all these things kind of coming at you and, you know, your faith is tested and and all these things come up. But, like, for me, like, I'm kind of in that space now where it's, Mm. like, you know, the thing that I was scared of the most, I think, like, already happened was, like, me not having, like, a a space for my kids. Like, that was, like, the thing that was, like, oh, you know, if that happens, like, it's going to be, like, the worst of the worst. And so, you know, losing our like our home base now yeah um that is like the worst fear that's like come about
1: and that you know is connected to our sense of safety in our in our root center and i'm just kind of feeling guided because i know that we in life will keep repeating the patterns of the past Mm -hmm. through our ancestral line until Mm -hmm. we can actually see it and stop it Mm -hmm. you know one of the biggest things that I've learned for myself is to be a pattern interrupter. Mm-hmm. So, as you were speaking and sharing that, which, you know, that feeling can be really uprooted, mm-hmm. uprooting and very unsettled. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're still holding yourself really well because there's a resilience and a strength within you. Mm-hmm. And in that space now, I feel guided to ask you, you know, what is the history of your, your ancestors and were there times where they were uprooted mm-hmm. and had to move oh, yeah. and their Mom sense of security. Okay, so let's talk Civil, about that level. Yeah,
0: like the Civil War and yep. like, you know, her having to take her kids and move like to a different country and then, and then immigrating with all of us like here. Right. It was like a safety thing. It was like that rooted, that yeah. rooted thing. Yeah.
1: So, you know, that cycle yeah. is playing out still within you because right. that, that root energy is yeah. still looking for healing right right and still looking for that for you to kind of come within and go "Whoa, we don't have to keep repeating this pattern yeah because i am safe here right and i can be rooted here yeah um the stability
0: piece, that security piece is something that is like so important like it's so important
1: those are the belief systems that we're not even aware we have right you know some people look at their lives and like why does this keep happening to me mm-hmm. like i have some, like a you know, a theme that continually runs mm-hmm. in my life. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter, you know, if I change the person or mm-hmm. the place, mm-hmm. it will still show up. So it's mine, it, it's my wound yeah. that, that keeps playing out. And it, yeah. it's geared around, um, you know, money and then this in this financial space. Right. And, um, you know, for me now, I've started going a little bit deeper and I'm like, there's, there's a familiar pattern here And it it feels like it comes from my father's line and it it goes back Mm -hmm. many, many years. Mm -hmm. And somewhere along the line, something happened in there. And the pattern just keeps playing itself out. That's so interesting. It's like so much
0: deeper than even your childhood. Yes. like your parents' childhood, your grandparents' childhood. Yes,
1: because we carry that story inside of us. Yeah. You know, when when we carry child and, and when we come through our... Our mothers, we've got five generations of right. of the womb and the just, information in yeah. our bodies. Yeah, yeah. And we don't, no one has these conversations. Nobody talks about it because there is no, um, there's no tangible place to start other than through story. Yeah. To know, you know, where do you come from? Yeah. To hear stories about your parents and your grandparents and yeah. how they came to be will share a lot about your belief systems Mm -hmm. and your thought processes because you've taken on and you've absorbed and adapted this conditioning Mm -hmm. that you that you saw as a child Mm -hmm. and all of that
0: resilience a lot of resilience a lot of a lot of like needing to control of course because you only have so little and you're trying to make sure you know your kids are you know, taken care of, and, you know, I think, I think every mother kind of has that Mm -hmm. uh, protection kind of piece, Mm -hmm. Um, but, like, in these moments, like, I find, like, I'm learning a lot more about the surrender piece, and I think that's part of the, the healing that is meant to happen in, in my generation, like, part of my role in, in our lineage, is, like, that surrender, and, and, like, learning to trust again, because even though, like, the home base has been, like, taken away, like, the kids have incredible fathers in their lives that are more than happy and capable to take them in. But it's mm-hmm. just my, like it's me that's resisting that.
1: Yes. Do you know what I mean? Cause it's your wound. Yeah. It's not your children's, right? So right. You, your children's are, you know, in a space now where the father is able to step in and you're being given this opportunity yeah. to go deeper into this wound and actually believe that you're deserving right. of being rooted and grounded somewhere. and so that, Nothing can come and take that away from you. Yeah, and and so in that space, like your soul will create this experience for you. Yeah, to be like well,
0: yeah, it's a little
1: stubborn. So we're gonna have that to stubbornness to that Taurus energy a little bit. But
0: even in this, like even in this like surrender of like allowing them to, you know, allowing the kids to be with them full time. Like you know, I'll, you know, I'm still obviously very much involved, but there's also this desire now for me personally to like explore so much more and like Mm -hmm. and I was so stuck on that stability and that security like wanting to be so stable and grounded but like now that I have this opportunity where nothing is like there's like nothing is there so now I have this opportunity to like explore and maybe like travel and work someplace else and You know, all these skills that I've learned over the years, you know, I don't have a formal degree in anything, but Mm -hmm. there's a lot of experience and a lot of practice that I can, like, use in so many different places. So now the world's just, like, opened up so much more (laughs) to me now that I've, like, released some of that, like, yeah, that control, which is so...
1: And limitation. Yeah. So there's some aspect of you that, that is wanting freedom that is wanting expansion yeah and yeah. you did such a beautiful reframe there you know and instead of seeing yeah. it from you know the darker place which i i believe we should all explore because oh, yeah. Of our the shadow. yeah the shadow really our deeper hidden fears are very important because it's yeah. great information yeah. for us but i also love when somebody can take a situation and then begin to open themselves up to the the new possibilities that have come as a result of being unattached that's new
0: that's I feel like that's new like I used to let these kind of situations probably devastate Mm -hmm. devastate me because that's when I first like reached out to you was like going kind of through that second separation and like trying to kind of get my footing again which is really normal but now I've you know, yeah, like part of the the healing now is is seeing the opportunity in there. Because mm. when so when someone to be frank, when so many things are going wrong at the same time, like you really have to be like, okay, like what is actually going on here? Like, yeah. if it's like one thing, you can try to control it. If it's like two things, you can try to control it. But it's like three, four, five things that are happening, like you really have to I find like separate yourself a little bit from. From the situation and just be like, what is going on here? Like there has to the themes that you mentioned before, but like you know, denial and and like you know, what 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 kind of illusion have I kind of created for myself? Yeah. <laughs> like, yes, yep. do you know what I mean. Like now I have an opportunity to
1: to just um, to just look at the opportunity mm-hmm. that's here. Yeah, yeah. You know, my my trifecto came in November twenty twenty when I, the same week that was my birthday and I filed for divorce and I was diagnosed with breast cancer.
0: Oh, wow. And it was like,
1: boom, boom, boom. three come in threes. And I was like, oh, this is interesting. <laughs> That's so all I, you
0: can do, I feel like. And yeah. then,
1: you know, I am so grateful for my um, for my faith and my trust. But in that moment, I did allow myself to go into that that deep space of victimization and fear. Mm-hmm. And I knew that that experience that I was walking through, like you know filing for divorce and creating that separate, even though we had been separated for a few years, there, there's still a contract. And so in releasing the energy of that contract, mm-hmm. I could feel all of the codependency, all of the old energy mm-hmm. um, and all of the the hurt and the pain that I hadn't processed. Mm-hmm. And so it's like my soul chose that experience of breast cancer. To purify my body. And at the time, you know, I'm a single mom. And I'm at this point paying all my bills by myself. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, shit, <laughs> how am I going to work? Right. How? Right. What? what does this mean? And yeah. so there's the root. There's the security. Yeah. All of my fears are coming up. And it's not only that. And then there's this fear of death. Yeah. Am I going to die? Right. Is this the end for me? Is this how I chose it? Right. And, um you know, in those moments you're tested. And I, I remember like the darkest, going into these dark tunnels and all I could feel was such self-loathing that I hadn't, didn't even tap into. Mm-hmm. And here I was, you know, sharing my light and being this bright light for so many people. And to a certain point I felt that, but it wasn't fully embodied in me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mentally, I had the concept Emotionally, I could feel it, but my physical body was still carrying trauma and unprocessed emotions. Mm-hmm. This is why I'm so like so big on somatic releasing mm-hmm. and, you know, releasing the story that's in the body. Um, and I'm really good at it. It's
0: so brilliant. <laughs> like yeah. you're just there's so many layers to your to your depth, like, and it's and it's just like it's so interesting that you know even like, through being tested, like, with divorce and breast cancer and all of these things, like, you, even though you're a spiritual healer, like, you really have to practice what you're preaching yeah. in those moments. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> and it, it was, you know, it was my pathway to my full embodiment. Yeah, You know, I feel in my body like I'm home. I have a new nervous system. I ha- I have a new physiological way in which I engage with the world that feels healthy it feels clear mm-hmm. it, it doesn't feel distorted anymore like mm-hmm. I don't feel the dissonance between what I think what I feel and how I act mm-hmm. it's in like alignment yeah. now uh-huh. and you know in those moments when we're being tested I do like I say it's very important to feel the shadow and have the pity party when you when you're feeling
0: absolutely, I believe in you've it. You've got to hit the rock oh, yeah. bottom. You definitely have to feel those
1: emotions. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But the level of work that I did, and I am a very dedicated and committed person. Like, if there's one thing that people will say, I'm tenacious when it comes to um, moving forward and growth and pioneering mm-hmm. within myself and to yeah. helping others. And I just remember all the work that I did, and I found creative ways to still work and bring in income. And I always had yeah every month my bills were paid yeah that's faith and surrender right you know and i was able to 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 schedule things around um because i walked through that process for like close to over two years because i had the lumpectomy and then i thought oh i'm just gonna have a lumpectomy it's fine right and then no in january of 2021 it was uh, I was told that in my lymph nodes that I had traces of cancer. So then they want to do the full chemo, and oh. uh, radiation, and then immunology. And so I had to wear um, a portacath in on my in my chest, which was a a device, and I, I felt so alien. Mm. And then I lost my hair, and my eyebrows, and my eyelashes, and I looked like an alien, you know. And my I just gosh. remember looking at myself, going, "Who are you?" And it was like the complete death and birth of Pihia undefined. Interesting. You know, like from the inside out, because when you go through six rounds of chemo, every single cell is dying inside. So it was like, we burned down the whole village that had all of the old memory, all of the old emotion. And now I'm coming online. And and so I chose to reframe that experience. The chemo was healing elixir. It was golden light. The radiation was just me sun tanning in South Beach, Miami. Mm -hmm. Our minds are so powerful. You know, we can decide what we want each experience to be. Wow. And that's the power of having faith and trust. Yeah. Because the power of our belief structures and our minds can dictate whether you're going to have a shitty experience. Yeah. Or be resilient and and come out victorious. Yeah.
0: And a lot of that is it is visceral like i do find that a lot of it is is just stored stored emotion like i find a lot of times folks have a really difficult time yeah coming out of that
1: yeah because we haven't we haven't been taught how to feel yeah you know our world is so toxic yeah. and it's built on this model of you have to look a certain way, you have to talk a certain way. And I'm the complete opposite. I love yeah, walking defined. to the beat of my own drum. Yes,
0: i yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: I love challenging people's thought processes and Me concepts too. of what Me it is too. to be human. Yeah, Because people can look at how I'm living right now and they can, from the outside looking in, build a story around it. Yeah, But right now I'm living my most healthiest life. Yeah. But 10, 12 years ago, people could have saw my life married in a home, driving yeah. an expensive car, my kids are in private school, and they'd be like, "Whoa, she's living the life." Yeah, that was a hot fucking mess. <laughs> Honestly, I didn't even know who I was. Yeah, I didn't even know how to to feel. All I knew was how to people please and do everything for everyone. Yeah, and so now, when I can be in my body and be comfortable and yeah. and walk into a home that may be a little messy, mm-hmm. but it's mine, mm-hmm. you know, and and make choices and decisions from my heart that. Mm-hmm. Make me happy. Yeah, that's That's freedom.
0: That is freedom. It's it's a lot of like unlearning. Like there is so much expectation. There's so much in society. Like there's all these pressures. You know, like I always thought. You know, first when I had my first kid, like we would have to get married. We'd have to do everything. That didn't work. And then going through it for the second time, Mm. and having like you know two baby daddies, which I talk about all the time. that was really, like, a, a disruption to kind of, you know, me, I was like, okay, I can choose to stay and, you know, please kind of the, the image and things like that, or I can, you know, choose to to leave and yeah. continue on, on my journey, um, and then, like, you know, when it comes to, like, labels and things like that, like, that's something that is, you know, a, a societal kind of, it's a huge, like, yeah taint like it's a huge thing it's like you know two baby dads and then like you know never married and and all of these things and I'm like let it be like let it let it be like I've kind of I'm in that same space of you of like I just don't give a shit like yeah. what people say. And I find the more that I'm honest about it and talk about it. Yeah. Then what's the worst thing that someone can say about me that I don't already? Exactly. Because you're transparent. Absolutely. So you
1: haven't given your power away. Yeah. You haven't given your power to other people's words and other people's thoughts and yeah. and feelings. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. people are always going to take in any experience from their own level Right. of understanding and perception. So yeah. you'll never please everybody. Yeah. So the most important person that we please is within self. Because yeah. when we are embodied within self and we can feel satisfied and, we're do- and we know that deep down we're doing the best that we can, yeah. that is the best parent for our, ch- our children. Absolutely. Because what we're modeling is self-accountability and honesty yeah. and integrity. Yeah. And those are concepts that we don't teach. Right. Because we don't know how to feel.
0: Yeah. It's,
1: you know, it's so much easier for people to pretend. Yeah. And and to to hide behind these masks. And, you know, when I work with people, one of the greatest joys that I have is seeing someone's authentic light come through. Yeah. Watching their quirkiness come through and yeah. seeing you're fucking weird, too. Yeah. Every, I love it. Everyone is weird. Everyone is weird. <laughs> and, um, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: It, it, it's, it's really nice, and that's why that's why I love having these kind of more in depth, like darker conversations. Like I love when people share about their traumas, and I love when people share about you know their mistakes and like their fuck ups. Yeah. Because I'm like, we've all literally
1: been through it. Like we're yeah. all we're
0: all just dealing with it. We're we all fall. Yeah, we we
1: do. And some of us can get back up, and some of us you know create this this space in the fall where they just they keep going deeper and deeper in that fall. Yeah. Um,
0: what do you think that is? Why do you think some people can pull themselves out and some people?
1: I feel like it's a level of deservability. You yeah. know, there's this, there's this really big wound in all of us and it's the self-saboteur. Mm-hmm. It's an aspect of self that is so tied in to how you view what you feel deserving of. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest things when I'm you know, working with people, especially for an extended period of time, as the foundation of everything is deservability. Mm-hmm. So I remember when I was going through the breast cancer, mm-hmm. there was an an exercise that I was doing uh, mirror work. I was looking in the mirror, and I was re- reading this deservability statement. and I could and I was looking at myself in the eyes as I was reading this. And I could see some days I could get through it, and some days tears would just come down my face, mm-hmm. and i my head would be shaking no when I would get to the part of, you are deserving of a healthy body, and my body would be going. I'm like, hey, whoa, why don't you feel deserving? And all I could hear was, you know, within myself with, was these little voices of, you're a piece of shit. No one loves you, no one cares about you. I'm mm-hmm. like, somewhere's along the line, someone made me feel that way. Yeah. And I held that belief inside of me. Mm-hmm. And so disease is, you know, it's a manifestation of unresolved emotions. Yeah. So as, you know, this disease is presenting itself now. It's giving me an opportunity to heal and transform at a deep level. So in that space, you've gotta love yourself. There's gotta be some form of feeling deserving of a good life.
0: Yeah,
1: That for me is the difference between people staying down. And, you know, I do feel like our unhealed parents too, in, in our childhood years, you know, those little things that they may have done or said not to cause hurt or harm intentionally. But we hold on. But we hold on to yeah. because we were so innocent. Yeah. So in our minds, you know, from the ages of zero to seven, we're in theta in our brain waves. So all we're doing is looking at these these people that love us and take care of us. There are are heroes. Mm-hmm. And the things that they say and do at that age and at that level stick to us. Yeah. And impact us and they're embedded in our unconscious behaviors and motivations Mm -hmm. through life. So if a parent leaves, for example, at a Mm -hmm. young age and doesn't have contact with you, you've planted a seed deep inside of you Mm -hmm. that you're not deserving of love. Yeah. So every relationship you have, you're going to get close and then boom, Repeat you're going to do patterns. something yeah. to to pull out because you don't want that person to leave you. Mm-hmm. You'll always be chasing love, but you won't fully commit. Mm-hmm. You know, and then we have all these different forms of attachment. Like it's so deep. Like there's so, so many levels. Make, so really for me that's the difference. It it comes down to the deservability. Yeah. So I had to have this this piece, this aspect of self that was healed enough to know yeah. and say, get your fucking ass up. Mm-hmm. You're not done, Yeah, you're not done here. Yeah, And you know, if, if we can cultivate that aspect of self within us and it doesn't, she doesn't, or he, that aspect doesn't always have to be present, mm-hmm. but as long as we can cultivate it and yeah. have a visceral feeling of what it is to mm-hmm. honor ourselves, mm-hmm. it's just like a muscle. You gotta keep practicing yeah. and connecting into that aspect of self and then that voice gets louder than all the others and then when you have like the meeting with all your parts you know let's say you're to have like a uh, a conference with a all conference other. with oh, all yeah. of your parts <laughs> you kind of want the one that's on your side yeah. being the ringleader yeah. you know yeah. and sometimes mine isn't like i can tell when i'm spiraling and i still spiral because i'm human
0: absolutely
1: I'm and, so glad um, you said that. Yeah, <laughs> and when I'm spiraling, I'm I can feel myself going back into a certain age. Yeah, because my my partner right now is reflecting so much of my unhealed uh, father wounds, uh-huh. and I love him to pieces, um, yeah. but he's he's bringing up and out a lot of my unrepressed frustration and anger of not being heard or seen as a child, mm-hmm. and I've had temper tantrums, and I'm just like what. Yeah.
0: It's like, oh gosh. And they feel good
1: because like in that moment as I'm having them, that part that healed part of self is coming in and I can hear the soft voice. And it's like, oh girl. Yeah. yeah. Something's coming through. Just let it come through. And then here I am sobbing hysterically and muttering like the most ridiculous things. And then that part of me just needs to somatically react and release. Yeah. And I've only had to have two of them. And I'm telling you, it is so cathartic and profound once i'm done that temper tantrum which literally is a minute a minute and a half yeah i'm fine yeah. whatever that thing was it just needed to doesn't be... even matter anymore yeah and i'm like shit this works like toddlers got it yeah you know and we stop the tantrum midway because we're uncomfortable right. stop crying but if we just let them release their disappointment so much better after. they'd be fine they yeah. are fine you know that these are the so little funny. things that we we haven't been taught yeah
0: to have to healthily express yeah and feel the emotion yep it's the suppression and the repression I find well like you said it just it gets stored in the body it comes up as disease but it's cumulative
1: because look at our our mothers yeah and their mothers so we come from a long line of suppression yeah so our generation we are we are the pattern interrupters we are the ones coming in and our children aren't even putting up with the shit. They're like, literally not. My my teenage girls, yeah. God love them, 16 and 15, my biggest teachers. Yeah. They are my teachers. Yeah. I've surrendered um, to them while still being a guardian and holding boundaries. Yeah. But they've really called me out on my bullshit so many yeah. times.
0: Your kids will do it. Your yeah. kids will definitely do it. My 13-year-old's always doing it yep. to me. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And they're just they're mirrors for us. Yeah. And I you know, I share this with people. Like you are a fractal of light. Yeah. And if you can look at your mother as your past fractal of light, and you look at your children as your future fractal of light. Yeah. So you're seeing a past version of yourself in your mother, and this is the evolutionary process. Each right. generation gets better and better. Right. And and that's our gift to the evolution of humanity. Right? Yeah. So if we can just be okay with where we are in our evolution right now and just be kinder to ourselves yeah. and honest yeah. and not feel and i know we're going to feel the shame because it's a it's a suppressed emotion and it's yeah. embedded in all of us but if we can allow this healthy shame to start coming up and out
0: absolutely and when
1: more of us can you know share in our story and in our humanness yeah. people are going to begin to see themselves in each other yeah and then realize they're not isolated they're not alone Yeah. you know there, there's more to this person than this this armor that they have because yeah. all they're doing is protecting the fragility of their heart.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And not being afraid to, to seek out those people and, and to like lean into those. Yeah.
1: You gotta feel persons. deserving. What's that? You have to feel deserving. Yeah. Like I, I look back at my friendships and, and now I see the friendships that I'm in now. They're the healthiest friendships I've had. Yeah. And when I'm interacting with them, sometimes I'm just like, wow, this person is like, my friend,
0: yeah, like and I know.
1: feel deserving of that level of love and care and attention. Yeah, yeah. With there's no agenda to it, yeah. they're, they're, I don't feel like I have to go above and beyond and, and extend myself for their love and approval.
0: Yeah,
1: fucking feels amazing inside.
0: I wonder if the deservability comes from just like this inner like faith and and like we. I grew up in a very like spiritual like household, um like there was there was the religion piece but like i found that like our family really just like embodied it like we were like always like praying mm. we were always and and i and my, my parents were two different religions so it wasn't even about like the ritual or the practice it was like about that relationship that you're building mm. with like the you know i call it god like the mm. higher power higher for power. me it's god and it was um and it's something that i always believed in like even uh, like in a teenager when I was dealing with those like rough times I was always like this is not gonna be the end all be all for me like I knew yeah it is that deservability like I was like I know that things are gonna get better like and even like 30 I was like oh yeah I'll have it all figured out by 30 and then now (laughs) 30 you're like shit I'm still like figuring it out but I still have that like hope and belief that like you know something is 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 you know, there's more for me and like there's, there's more that I that I have to experience so much more that I
1: have to do. Um, and can you surrender to that? Like, can you be okay with each version of yourself becoming more lighter and more beautiful and more open and more transparent? Like, can yeah. that just be what life is? Exactly. You know, so there's no destination. Yeah. It's, it's just this experience of becoming or unbecoming. Yeah. That that is why I'm so relaxed right now. Like yeah. I'm, and when I say I'm living my best life, it's still messy, and I'm still navigating yeah. through, you know, interesting storylines. Yeah. But I'm not affected by them as yeah. I once 100%. was.
0: Yeah.
1: 100%. So I'm not attached to the outcome. I, yeah. I'm a, I'm witnessing what's unfolding, and I and I just have more of this curiosity. Yeah. And more of this space of okay. You know, like I I have this core pillar inside of me that's like, you've been through shit. Yeah. You know life. Yeah. So now life is going to show you things.
0: Yeah. And, you
1: know, how are you going to handle this and this? And the question I ask myself every time, and this is a practice, is in this moment, do I choose to give my power to this situation?
0: That's a good one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's been powerful because it stopped me from reacting so many times where before someone's like flinting the fire and I'm like, fuck, are you going to go pour gasoline on that shit or are you going to walk away? Yeah. Aries moon is like struggling with that one. (laughs) Well, we've got all these planets in retrograde right now, so it's not helping. Like everything right now is like, going in reverse and slowing down for you to take an inventory of. Wow. Right? And yeah. so in these moments, you're going to have the old storylines repeating. Yeah. And I see them and I'm like, "Fuck, again?" Like, yeah. shit. But, but now
0: you're in a different space where you can address it differently. Yes.
1: Yeah. So this is what I mean about those new versions of yourself. Yeah. So the the version of you at 30 is so different than the version of you as a teen. Yeah. But just imagine who you're going to become, the version of you at 40. I know. But it's when we can turn around and still love the previous versions of ourselves. Not yeah. shame them or blame 100%. them. But to look back and go, wow, you, you experienced life from that angle of perspective.
0: Yeah.
1: And all of that gave you wisdom. That's 100%. And has led you to this moment here. So it's all interconnected.
0: Yeah. And sometimes it, it's so overwhelming to navigate like especially when you're in the early stages of like healing and on your like spiritual journey and things like that so I know there was a couple times that I like I sought you out personally Mm -hmm. because you are
1: like a spiritual healer or how do you yeah so for me I I feel like I'm more of a spiritual doula so in that sense I always want any person that seeks me out or finds me to hold their power yeah. always. Yeah. I, I want to create a safe space for someone to let go, mm-hmm. to be able to share with me and through that safe space to let the pain, to give space for the pain to come up to be transformed. And what we're doing is really just peeling away layers Mm -hmm. and layers and layers of old skin that are hard to let go of sometimes because they've got to move through like our spiritual body our mental body our emotional body and our physical yeah but when you have someone who's walked through darkness and has come through to the other side embodied that person has enough 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 depth yeah to be able to go i got you yeah you know and when you feel that level of safety Then you're then you can start letting go. Yeah. So in that space it's like you're birthing you're in that birth canal and you're birthing your new self. And that's where people get caught in the canal. Because it's so dark, it's so tight, it's so constricting that people will stay in that for years. Forever.
0: Yeah. And we can go through that process over and over and over again. Yes,
1: because we have multiple children, too. So you're going to birth multiple (laughs) versions of yourself. And I always say that, you know, the people that walk through some of the deepest, darkest stuff, those are all initiations. Becoming a medicine woman or a medicine man, you know, and when I say medicine woman or man, medicine person, what we're doing is we are bringing the wisdom of life and we're embodying it for future generations, because mm-hmm. we're literally changing our DNA mm-hmm. inside, mm-hmm. our cellular structure, and as a result, we change our consciousness. Mm-hmm. And our consciousness, you know, where this, we, we're we all connected into this iCloud together, and every single thought every single person has gets sent up there. Mm-hmm. But as we go within, and we heal within ourselves, and, and we clear our consciousness, we send that back up into the collective. Right. And what that does is now it opens up a space for someone else to have that epiphany or breakthrough or aha moment. Mm-hmm. So all we really have to do is be responsible for self.
0: Yeah.
1: And along that path, I feel that creator will oftentimes bring certain people together. That's the thing.
0: A lot of times it is, it is super personal. Like, it, I mean, it's always personal. It's always between you and yourself, but yeah. when you need the extra support yes. on the journey. There's all do. always, like, and I call them angels, like, there's always angels that are popped yeah. up along the way. Like, yeah. whether it's, like, a colleague or, like, someone like yourself or or whatever. Like, they just kind of, it's like they come out of the blue and you just you just know this person is here to help. And it's like, I don't know to what capacity, but I'm just going to, like, reach out and see how we can connect. And then mm-hmm. it always, it's always, like, a... It's always like a, a, a person that just helps you kind of level up to that next.
1: And could you actually feel their sense that that's actually creator using that vessel in that moment to send you love? A hundred percent. Because, you know, there's times when I've been really hurt by things that have happened. And my partner is um, very much in the mental plane. And he'll just come and sit next to me in a moment where usually he has no words. <laughs> He's a man of few words. And he'll just look at me and he'll say the most perfect thing in that moment that i need to hear and his eyes are just radiating the most purest love for me in that moment so soft and loving and i know it's like i know in that moment shit creators using my partner's vessel right now to like send Send me so much love and then in this message and I just tears come down and there's that faith there's that love and it comes through in so many people it could come through the cashier at a grocery store oh so many times it's happened yes it's the the light it's the light it's the underglow that lives inside someone who's who's open Mm -hmm. and in that space um that's where we have the opportunity to open our hearts mm. and, and start connecting in a different way, which yeah. is, I feel like, what we did here today.
0: We did. We did. And I didn't even get to, like, share the story of how we first met. Like, we can I do it to, quickly. To, 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 yeah. to go back to when you were hosting the, the sound healing sessions. I'll never forget about it because I wrote about it in my blog, like, on, on my website, like, how... You, um, we were all sharing. We did a sound healing session. There was a group of us. We were sitting in a circle and you did your powerful thing that you do with with your voice and with your instruments. And um, we all just started. It was like a feminine energy um, thing, theme that was coming up for Mm -hmm. for most folks. And then everyone was sharing. And then it came to me. I don't even know what I said, but then you looked at me and said, something along the lines of, like, you're you're pregnant or you're a very fertile, like, person, woman. Um, whether that's, like, birthing physically or, or ideas or creativity. But I, like, lost it in that moment because I was pregnant in that moment with twins. and <laughs> remember
1: you sharing that. Like,
0: and nobody knew. Like, I don't think I told my partner at that moment. And, like, I just wanted to, like, bolt out of there because I was, like, I wasn't expecting... <laughs> for like you to just pick up on that. So you have all these layers to you, like you have this like intuitive, like magical piece mm. that's like so hard to define. And then you also have the intellectual, like when you're talking about consciousness and talking about like, you know, you really do explain like the different bodies that we have and the children that we have, Um, like the, the, the physical, the emotional, the spiritual. Um, yeah, you just have all these layers to you and it's like, and it's so, it's always so interesting to like share a space with you because I'm just like, yeah, you just, you just, you just have a way of like, just glowing.
1: And Thank you. Thank you for seeing me. And I want you to just take a moment and reflect back when you hear this again, everything that you just shared about me lives in you. Yeah. Because I'm your mirror too. Yeah. You know, so all of those characteristics that we can see in the people that we admire is a reflection back to us. Yeah. And it really is just feeling deserving of stepping into that, that space. Right. And every time we do, it, it's such a great service to ourselves and to humanity. Right. Because it gives another woman or another person permission to do the same.
0: Yeah. And their full authentic self. Yeah. And their full authentic I love how you call yourself undefined because... Like, it, it is interesting because, like, even, like, the little short Instagram bio, like, I'm like, what do I put here? Like, I know. what do we... I've changed that I put... so many times, by the way, like, for myself yeah, personally. Yeah, it's like, what do you... You yeah. know what I mean? And it's like, for me, like, I'm always kind of battling between the two worlds of, like, I love you know, holistic living and wellness and, you know, being a mom and, and all of those things. Um, no, holistic wellness is one thing and then mom is like something else and an entrepreneur is something else. And then me on a Saturday night, like shaking my ass yeah. is like something completely different. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh damn, like what if people, sometimes you're like, what if people see me in like one of these boxes? But then that's the thing is like, what I find it's so limiting when I try to put myself in a box or when I try to like, feel like, oh, you know, I shouldn't be shaking my ass on a Saturday night because I have kids that I take care of Sunday morning. (laughs) And then I have, you know, like uh, team meetings on Monday, like I'm leading a group and like leading a holistic wellness event. And I'm like, I can be all of these things. You can be it all.
1: Yeah. We can be it all. And I feel like we are the generation that's going to um, create that space. For people to do all the things. Yeah. Anything and everything. Yeah. Undefined.
0: Yeah. I love it. Yeah um okay we were supposed to do this earlier but would you like to pull a card
1: quickly sure yeah just pull a
0: card and um whatever it says will be our message well it's a question that you get to answer oh wow for yourself okay yeah um (sighs) it's good that you're shuffling and if it if it ends up being a card that's already been picked a hundred times i'll ask you to pick again okay
1: there it is when was the last time you felt vulnerable with someone? Oh, geez. That's a good one. Yeah. Well. Other than today. <laughs> well, Yeah. So I'm learning um, to become more vulnerable with my partner and sharing things that I would normally keep within myself.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, when I'm feeling disappointed or let down, I'm owning that that's my own feeling. Mm-hmm. But I'm using my voice, even though it's shaky, and sharing that yeah, so I, I, that. I feel like that for me uh, the last time I felt vulnerable was having that conversation with my partner yeah yeah, yeah. I love that you said even though your voice is shaky
0: yeah some of us will just try to avoid it if our voice is, is shaking and even like with public speaking and stuff it's like you know someone still has to hear what you have to say
1: so absolutely and sometimes our voices will freeze mm-hmm. so the voice my voice would freeze in the past because mm-hmm. of the childhood uh, trauma and things that I was exposed to, your vagus nerve, your your vocal cords won't Mine has work physically. Done. Yeah, one well. It will yeah. just close. It's yeah. it's a survival mechanism because your body actually believes that you're going to die, right? So that's the belief work. That yeah. that's the stuff that I like un, unraveling with people. Yeah. And once I could let my body know it was safe to express and it wasn't going to be punished or harmed, that's when like the little. Yeah quips and I could feel the energy moving and That's it all so starts with that one little step but always through awareness
0: yeah
1: and there's always a story connected to why we can't move forward or or do something yeah and yeah. I happen to be really good at untangling those stories I love that yeah um
0: and if are, are you still providing like like one-on-one sessions with yeah. folks yeah, and you people have a can toolbox. find me. Like you do. Sorry, I didn't mean like. Yeah. you Do your sound healing. You you use cards. We use like some dice some one time. Yeah, <laughs> just, a little bit of everything. Whatever
1: is intuitively needed in the moment. But yeah. one thing that I'm really proud of is I've started a, a six month mentorship called Shine Your Light, okay. and I take um, ten people from the end of October to the end of April, and I I have six modules, and you go through. Everything that I know, I've basically compartmentalized and brought into a space where people can um, learn how I work with energy Mm -hmm. and then bring it into their own work and their own practice. Mm -hmm. So I've already done two um, successful mentorships I have. And once they graduate through that, they join as a circle of sisters. So there's 20 that -hmm. have gone through and I'm starting my next one this fall. Nice. Yeah, so I'm really excited. The The mentorship has been very transformational for people. Wow. Uh, yeah, and then so I like still... tapping
0: into like your your spiritual
1: powers. Your... And we can even remove spiritual and just go your own badassery, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, module one is the deservability and we start mm-hmm. breaking down the bodies. Mm-hmm. Module two is accessing your Akashic records, your soul records. Mm-hmm. And module three is sound healing. Module four is... Uh, transpersonal hypnotherapy, parts therapy. Mm-hmm. Module five is shadow work, and module six is kind of like bringing it all together and wow. stepping into I'm your glad uniqueness. They you did shadow
0: work at the end because yeah. you
1: built the foundations yep.
0: for folks, so they were ready to <laughs> dig into it. Yeah, um I love that. Well, thank you for thank you for sharing that. It was so good to it was to good to see, see you, you again. Yeah. And you can reach out anytime. I I always do, I feel like, and I definitely will continue to.
1: And I feel good things are coming for you. In this uprooting, you're just, you're finding new roots. The old roots are leaving because something new is coming through for you. It's an initiation into your medicine, woman. I believe I received
0: that. (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. Um, Thank you guys for tuning in. If you want to um, learn more about Bahia, you can find her, I think, on Instagram.
1: Yeah bahia.undefined and my website is universalhuman.ca there you go
0: do yourself a favor wherever you're at on your journey and check her out Um, thank you for tuning in and we'll see you guys soon thank you